0: Hi and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast that talks to just normal everyday people about their experiences with mental health. I'm so pleased today to be joined by Romy Jane Ashmore from RM, one of my wonderful clients I've had the pleasure to uh, do some training with over the past couple of years. Uh, Romy and I crossed paths or met first in April 2019 and uh, I just remember sort of Traipsing up to Nottingham one day to do this training delivery, and this amazing group of people turned up. Romy's going to introduce herself and her role within RM and her role within society, of course, as well. Um, But I think from the conversations that I've had with Romy over the last few weeks, what's impressed me the most is. She's reached out to me. She wants to talk passionately about mental health with me, which I think is fantastic. Um, So I'm never turning down the opportunity to talk to anybody about mental health. And yeah, it's just a great conversation to continue with. So thank you, Romy, for joining me today. Um, I really appreciate it. And I'm gonna leave it to you to do your own introduction, please. Hi, it's great to talk to
1: you, again. actually. Um, I'm Romy, I work for RM. I am the EA to the Managing Director and the Senior Leadership Team, which is fairly busy, to be fair. But um, I got involved with the mental health, I volunteered for the training all that time ago, really thinking that it was going to be a case of having a cup of coffee and a piece of cake while we sat down and spoke to people or talked to people about anything they might be facing. None of us actually realised that we would be facing anything like the last eight, nine months. It's been quite a revelation.
0: Amazing, well, well welcome to this conversation, thank you so much for giving me some time today during no doubt a very hectic schedule for you as well, um, so really do appreciate that. So so what we're going to do, we're going to talk as we always do openly about these conversations of mental health. First things first, I'd love to get a little bit of your background and experience um, up until the moment we met I guess in 2019, that April day in Nottingham, um, sort of some background experience from you if possible, why you ended up taking that training. Um,
1: basically I've been, I've grew up abroad in the Middle East I came back to the UK seven and a half years ago and the two the two countries to work are very different obviously the Middle East is much more you go to work you do a job you go home and you get back up in the the next day and you do it all over again and back in the UK I found that employers here actually um, had a major impact they're very concerned about staff about their well-being and it was quite a revelation to go back seven years I suppose Really, in my mind, mental health has come to the forefront much more over the last five, six years than it would have done before. People used to get on with it, I suppose, but now it's actually um, taken much more seriously, which is brilliant. But um, so I ended up back in the UK with the mental health opportunities. I think I did a lot of training at the University of Oxford, where I lived, where I worked, even, and the. Um, some of the springboarding courses there were absolutely superb but they actually made me look at myself and the way that I think the way that I do things so when the opportunity came up to take this further with training with you it was something that I really really jumped at and I'm so glad that I did
0: and me too anybody that joins the conversation of mental health welcome to the club um so if anybody is interested thanks for the uh the promotion there uh, <laughs> um keep promoting it as we go through this podcast recording as well please do um you know so, so that's fascinating so so some interesting cultural experiences changes in the dynamics of what's going on you're absolutely right the changes in terms of the conversation of mental health have been sort of escalating and, and elevated in many ways over the last few years um, to the point that, of course, the company you 're with now r m set up these trainings, right they set up some trainings to invest in you as individuals or as people. Um, talk me through the experience of the trainings sort or of what 's what 's comes to mind I know you've mentioned about you thought it was going to be sit down and have coffees and chats, which some of it will be um, but but what were your own sort of anticipations before, during and then after, and then we 'll talk about where you 've been on this journey
1: um, before I think I found it. Something as I'm quite self-aware, so I think for me, but I know that some people do struggle. I think I'm single, I live with my mum, I have dogs, so my life is probably very less stressful than someone who's got husbands, wives, children, pets, and this, that, and the other. So I kind of glitz through life from time to time, but I do appreciate that I am spoiled in that respect. Um, I think my actual anticipation was to kind of build on something that I would be able to take forward I think that was I've always realized that mental health is crucially important especially now um, over the last eight nine months I think we've learned a lot still got a long way to go but um, I think that was quite important Um, but yeah the expectation would be is that I'm quite open I'm quite friendly but People can talk to you generally, but if they actually know that you can listen without judgment, I think that 's the crucial bit, then I think that was really more of what i was what I was looking for.
0: Yeah, you know, definitely that's something that, that does shine through from you as well, from the work that you're doing, from what you've been doing and, and what you've been engaging in since sort of the lockdown and the discussions that we've had. So, so let's go on that journey then. So, so great news, you've qualified, you've trained through with me and, and a number of your colleagues as well have been through the training programmes that have been sort of implemented by the company. What happened at the beginning of lockdown? How did that change? Because obviously all of a sudden from being in centralised office locations, Everyone's scattering back to their homes and staying at home and protecting everything and looking after themselves. So what happened? What did you get involved with? Because I know you had a instrumental role in changing making sure there was some setup so that people were supported, right? Um uh, th-
1: Onset of what looked like was going to be a potential lockdown. I'll be perfectly honest. My main concern was whether craft would be cancelled. We qualified. We were going. Nice. Once the press went ahead, which we did go to, it was very quiet. Um, but once it went ahead, I think we realised that it was going to get lockdown was going to happen. It was just a matter of time and when. I spoke to one of my colleagues, who was a mental health first aider mm-hmm. and said that we needed to put something into place. So that if people were working from home for extended periods, that they had somewhere that they could come to to talk to people, to try and replicate the banter while you're making a cup of coffee or while you're having lunch in the, in the hub, which is our lunch area basically. Um, and so that they would be able to just join in. Initially, we set up some mental health and wellbeing calls. These ran twice a day, every day of the week. Apart from weekends, but I let it be known that should anyone need to speak to someone on the weekend, I would always be available. And um, they ran quite well initially. They were to talk to people about general things. We had fantastic turnout at the beginning, but as people got used to lockdown, I think the numbers dwindled quite significantly. So we cut them down to a couple of times a week, once a day, and then um, and then once once a week as they came in. We had some great calls. We had talk of football, rugby I'm learning about <laughs> very quickly, um, but then we also had people who find out with significant issues. There were people who weren't coping, people who have had COVID, people who needed help, they needed support, they needed direction. Uh, we've got a programme with the EAP, the Employee Assistance Programme, so that people can go for any further help that they need, if they need counselling, if they need proper support that we're not able to give as mental health first aiders then it was a case of being able to signpost people in the right direction to look for things before they became an issue I think it's the main thing but we also set up um quizzes so that the Thursday nights so that people could get involved which was great because it dehumanized the it made it made SLT actually seem human because they took part of that and so people could interact with them on a social basis and people could have a laugh we had people from all across the UK joining we've got offices but also we've had people who work remotely and so lots of people got involved which was great because otherwise you never really get to meet them so that was good but we also celebrated mental health awareness week back in May where we we focused on kindness because that's crucially important and all of the SLT did vlogs and every one of them spoke about kindness and how important it is to be kind to yourself, how important it is just to recognise that some people might be suffering and you can't see what goes on behind closed doors and so to focus on that to make sure that the actual human side was seen, which was great. The blogs also kept people up to date with exactly what was happening with the company, so there was full transparency. Everyone knew what was what, and there was no room for confusion or error. Um, running alongside these, we also, a few of us also wrote blogs, which detailed our personal experiences so that they could, other people could read them. I think we're all going through the same storm, but we're on different waves. And it's so important to recognise that. Whilst I appreciate that we, we've tried to do a lot, I know there's still a long way to go. We're all new at this. And so we've literally, we've been putting out the feelers. It's not a one-sided, bits all package. It's important to ask people for their input, how we can help support them and what they think we could do more of.
0: Right. Uh, well, I love I love all of the above, you know, the, the reality is you're doing the right thing because you're you're engaging with the individual, not just as a community, as a group. You've got to you know, recognize everybody is different. We had that conversation before about, you know, the environment people are working in at the moment. It's not always conducive to a positive mental experience for many people. And, and we can't lose sight of that reality for others. And it is important then to have those. Connect- so, so just I want to touch on a couple of points that you've made in there, which I think are really valuable. In terms of having those events those actions those calls what sort of participation were you seeing on those were you seeing many people turn up were you was it the odd person you know not saying that that's bad by the way if it's one person because i think that's helping one person is is a task and objective in itself
1: Um, when we when we first started i think we had probably about 25 26 people on the morning call and fewer on the afternoon call but Two hours out of a working day is quite a lot of time in the whole in the whole time of it, but um, as as it went on, I think the numbers sometimes there would be more, some days there would be more. It was just a case of working out the market. The mental health and wellbeing calls came to an end. I think a couple of months ago and we started up i spoke to my line manager who's very very supportive of the whole mental health um, side of the business and he was i suggested to him that we start a positivity forum and it took a while for me to kind of bring this together because i didn't quite know you can't tell people to be positive it's they have to feel it basically yeah, and so <coughs> excuse me we we set up a team's channel which is basically like a work facebook page where people can post pictures of their dogs can us questions we've had recipes we've had film recommendations critiques and so forth but everyone can get involved in that we've got offices obviously throughout the uk and then in india and in melbourne and we've had a great interaction across all three countries which has been fantastic but we do the let's we call this let's chat so that people can drop in they can drop out it's informal it's a safe space so that they can speak if they want to speak they can listen to other people if they want to listen to people and then ultimately we do one call a week for that which is great we have people joining from Melbourne the call is eight thirty 30 on a Friday morning which is literally I think six seven o'clock in Melbourne on a Friday night and they're giving up the first part of their weekend to join in a call and talk to people like me which i think is absolutely amazing <laughs> so yes yeah.
0: oh my god yeah that's, that, that's brilliant and and again you know another great idea positivity forum sharing positive thoughts affirmations quotes things like that i think it, it is really important you know we're never going to forget that there is struggle we're never going to forget that people are feeling challenged and overwhelmed and anxious about the environment that's currently upon us but we can look at positive things. We can share nice things and, and sharing pictures of dogs. I love that. You know, that's uh, <laughs> things that to my heart cause I'm a dog owner as well. And I know you're a, you're a dog owner and you're a serious dog owner, you know, when it comes to talking about things like crufts and stuff. You know? <laughs> um, but, but that's it, isn't it? It's, it's still enabling people to join in the conversation. Just this morning, there was some, you know, real serious challenges around uh, loneliness and isolation that's something that must be front of mind for you as well as an organization about all of your col- your colleagues around the world and you've said it Australia India you know the UK how much have you done around that sort of connecting people making sure people stay that connected I know you've said about the different systems that you've set up the different calls but what have you encouraged others to do or to participate in in doing has there been communications around that as well
1: um, we've had a lot communication throughout M has increased magnificently um, to a point that now we get regular updates there are regular um, internal communications that come out across the company um, just to get people involved but they tell people how they can do this there's nicely that sounds awful how you can do this but um, oh. how people could update their tax code and things like that which is all it's all relevant because ultimately we want to save as many pennies as we can and christmas is coming so <laughs> it's important but to actually get involved in that sense the the let's chat is obviously that is across the whole of rm so people can get involved we've got events coming up or because there's no christmas parties this year so there'll be we normally have a kickoff presentation every every christmas followed by christmas parties and so forth so that this year will be across the whole of rm which will be amazing i think there's probably just over a thousand and so to get all of those people into four or five different sessions would be great yeah. and but the content should be the content will be relevant it's what people are interested in listening to. which is always brilliant um but just to kind of strive towards that whole one rm rather than just different divisions and different people i think over the last Eight months i've become I've been working with RM for two and a half years now, just over two and a half years, and I feel so much more involved in it now as as a company than I ever did when I was actually meeting people in the office and talking to people in the office, which I think is quite interesting because you don't expect that to happen you 'd expect it to be more remote and distanced. but I speak to my line managers every week without fail, and they um, but I speak to other people as well, and for that to happen it, it's it's been a, sig- a significant achievement
0: I think. that's brilliant it and, and and that may continue you know that has to continue in those conversations I, it's fascinating when you say in terms of where we're at you know the, we're not in the physical sense connected of course we're not in the same physical location but the technology and the you know the environment that we're in now has enabled us to actually connect and i think that's an incredible sort of realization for a lot of people do you find that you see people more now, even though you're not with
1: them? I'll confess. Before lockdown, I would never, ever, ever do a video call. I okay. would I hated it. I yeah. I hate looking at myself. Um, and now it's automatic, unless it's sort of like really, really early, but I will make a point. I wear contact lenses. And so when I've got my glasses on, I've been out with guys for two years that didn't know I wore glasses. I'm that phobic. And so it's literally... case of now it's always on video and it doesn't matter I've seen people's kitchens they've seen mine we've seen different rooms different portraits and so forth it's and I think that's the difference because now you're talking to people but rather than just going into a meeting sitting down and getting on with it now you can start a teams call hi how are you yes fine how's this how's that I've seen people's children you know I was talking to somebody's child the other day on the phone it was just like okay and i think that that sense of community spirit um, i think is has really grown which i think is amazing
0: i think and and i I love that because the i I say that after every comment anybody makes i love that um because it it resonates so much with me i i hear your dogs in the background barking away or just you know making a little bit of a yell oh don't don't apologize making a bit of a yell but that's normal now that's just part of where we are that's the environment that we're in you're right we see people's kitchens we see their bedrooms we see whatever people determine they want to show us of course and that's in, an in, important evolution i think in who we are especially when we're talking about us as human beings first. And I'm a massive fan of that. That's a big thing of mine, which is, you know, humans first and then, you know, the work comes second. And it's that realization that we're all human beings, whether we, you know, when we walk into a meeting room, people see us, they don't really know us. They don't really know much about us. We, we make assumptions based on the aesthetic you know what people look like but we don't really know who they are this is my wonderful world of having these chats to to know more about you who you are how you work what's going on because it's the way we can learn more about each other right that's got to be the benefit which is why zoom calls and these environments where yeah you are looking at each other it looks a bit weird and when you see yourself on the screen but it's just nice to you know your back your, your wallpaper in your house is just incredible so, it's good isn't it <laughs> corporate wallpaper did they send it out to, did you send it out to
1: everybody to um,
0: um, yeah
1: they're working on it but
0: apparently they're not allowed you realize there's like a little boy behind your head watching you all the time right yes i know um, um, and you've got a halo going on so it's yeah. obviously you're doing something amazing with the work that you're doing i i really love that so so let's um you know let's let's fast forward a little bit from where we are right now let's think about the future what do you anticipate the future looking like for your company from what you're talking about at the moment do people sort of feel that it's going to be you know something good that's coming how does that make how does that work for you
1: i personally and this is my personal opinion um we were supposed to be moving i mentioned before Uh, we were going to move across across the country literally down to essex and my everyone kind of looked at me and said well why and I said well the world is changing so now is a good time to change with it and I think that change is crucial when it comes back to I don't know what anyone knows if anyone knows what the future holds at the moment um, it's just a case of getting through it to see where we end up on the other side but I remember before lockdown just at the very beginning and I very carefully negotiated that I would go to the office less when we got back into the office eight months later and I'm sat here thinking god if it wasn't icy in the morning I'd be quite happy to drive to work (laughs) which I think is the difference because you get here I get a lot more work done but you don't get that social factor too and I think that social factor is quite important because whilst you can do all the team's calls and get involved with everyone sometimes it's nice just to be able to sit down and turn around as you do when you're halfway through and you get a text message at work and you can suddenly go so and so just won the formula one but here if I tell the dog he looks at me and goes oh. <laughs> struts off so I think that's the difference yes and um, I have no clue what will happen and how will change I think whilst we've just started our journey on helping to support with mental health we've still got a way to go with it but ultimately we've tried our best which is all you can ever do to actually give people that support if they need it but to let people know that it's not that it is okay not to be okay I think that's so crucial too because we all have good days and bad days but realistically if you think back you had good days and bad days when you were in an office too so it's sometimes I think it's a lot easier now to um for things to mushroom because you're here you're not in a normal environment whereas before you could talk to someone in an office if something didn't go right you could blow off steam count to 10 get back on and now things better because you're not talking to somebody else there's no one else there and i think that's where it gets interesting
0: Definitely, yeah. I, I I heard your comment in there as well about the text message about the Formula One result. It tends to be the same result most weeks, just saying. But um, it's just, yeah, <laughs> interesting though, isn't it? This this relationship we have with you know others is it tends to be formed in person. You know, it's it's always like speed dating in some respects when we do virtual calls because it's such quick sort of in and out. We just have to you know sort of do our business and move on and then do the next call. And um, have you? Have you put anything in place within the company around sort of the use of visual media or or sorry this sort of technology have you sort of tried to encourage people not to use too much or use it as much as you need to how have you sort of established that relationship
1: sorry I missed the last bit
0: yeah so so in terms of using this technology this sort of you know zooms and WebExes and whatever it is that you use within RM how have you sort of tried to establish that relationship for people have you encouraged people to use their cameras are you telling people it's okay not to what what sort of i guess encouragement have you pushed out to to individuals in the company
1: i think to be honest we used to use teams a lot um teams is our preferred it's the one we use with at work that's what we've got the licenses for we oh. used it a lot Anyway, just because dealing with internationals, uh, international clients and so forth, you've got to have some mechanism in place. A phone call is great, but it's okay. the days of actually talking to people on the phone in another country now and not being able to see them, I think are pretty much over. Mm-hmm. And so I think we just everybody just embraced it. We got on. We all had teams. The updates came out and they keep coming out. And so it's getting better and better as we go through and i think that that kind of works at some point it'd be nice to think that we'll actually be sat in a meeting room and somebody will be sat a meter away from us but still at the same table um but we've just got to wait for that to come back
0: yeah and in the meantime we've got this world yeah this is still a real world it's just it's you know we we talk to each other through a, a very small camera on our computers and and thankfully we have this technology yes very much so thankfully exists today whilst we're going through these these crises so that we were able to stay connected
1: I was on a a teams call and my network wasn't that great so the person I was talking to turned his video off I turned my video off so we could get a decent connection and he actually turned around and said you can't see me Romy but I'm actually waving my thumbs up (laughs) I was just like okay fine and but to actually he was waving his thumbs up because I'd said something and he was literally like that, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, was quite, it was quite interesting, but it's quite strange to go from that, seeing somebody on video and then having a conversation with that video. I hate it now if people don't have their videos on. And I was the person who was resolute. I was not going on camera. And now I get really frustrated by it all.
0: Wow, there you go. Who, who knew that would be the case, right? No. I, I miss myself on camera. <laughs>
1: yeah, I miss myself. I like to see other people. I usually refer I to them.
0: myself as blob in the middle. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah.
0: It's crazy, isn't it? But we've we this is this is the way we're evolving. You know, we're evolving very rapidly. It's very interesting. I've been doing some work with some companies around managing mental health, and so the, the thing that I'm finding fascinating is if you compare how people were managing in the workplace to now managing remotely. Remotely actually is doing very very well. People have adapted to this remote management much better than face to face management. So so there is a lot of value in here, and, and I'm sure as things evolve. You know, you're doing a lot of work around sort of the mental health support, the psychological impact, which is going to be great. We, You know, it's going to be great intensive, not great, good, but great in terms of lots of people struggling. We're already seeing a lot of those statistics start to flow out now. And it is just really important to connect, stay connected, keep in touch with people. So all those things you're doing, you've got to continue. Yeah. You know, I, and I, I'd say that to everybody don't think your journey's finished yet. There is no finish line with this. And, and you recognise that as well, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think with the Let's Chat Forum, that I think will just kind of stay. There's no end date on the meeting invites. As new people join the company, I'm the first person to get in touch and say, right, this is available, this is available, and this is available. Don't be shy. I think that's a phrase that I've used more than anything else this year. Don't be shy in coming forward. We're, we're all going through something. I mean... <clears throat> it's just the nature of the beast. You can't you can't get out of this. It's not going to go away at any time. And so it's important that people know they're supported from the first step they walk through the door. I think it must be quite strange starting a new job in a company where you've never been to the office, you've never physically met the people that you're working for or with. And so to actually get involved, I think that that takes some guts and some strength.
0: And a lot of people who are going through that very experience, see you know, right now, with the yes. changes to their employment, the new employers, and yeah, it's, it's 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 a worry. You know, you have to you have to think differently. You know, the, the thoughts have to be slightly different when you can't go and meet your new colleagues straight away off the bat and and get involved in those sort of first conversations. So it takes a while. I was speaking to somebody just this morning actually, and they said that somebody had joined their team four months ago. They've never met one of their colleagues. And that's just incredible. Even they were trying to schedule something during the middle of you know, lock, between lockdown ones and two, and they just didn't manage to get it done. And and this person's still outstanding, you know, to see their their colleagues in person. And I and I made a comment that I thought quite interesting, which is I don't even know how tall you are. You know, I can see you on screen. I've got a clue how tall you are. I don't know, you know, what you look like really, with the exception of this screen. You know, that's just what it is, right? That's what it is. No, I know
1: it'll be strange. I think.
0: It will, yeah. People are going to have a lot of anxieties around the first sort of contact again, I think. And that's something we have to be factoring into those mindsets. Um, we are coming to the end of this half an hour, which is just incredible, believe it or not. We're, we're, we're not far away. So in terms of sort of roll, roll up, wrap up, whatever you want to call it, that sounds like a market thing, doesn't it? Or a, <laughs> a carnival uh, approach to things. Maybe that's my next uh, profession. So for me, I, yeah, huge thank you for you having this opportunity right now to make a massive difference in your organization so i just want to say thank you for doing that because you have been really instrumental in in charging with this piece that says we need to look after people i love that that's amazing two years ago or not quite two years ago but back in april of 2019 you started that journey yourself you know from thinking okay i want to do more i want to learn more you joined one of the training sessions you learned more i hope open your eyes to this world of reality of what's going on you've worked with some of those amazing colleagues of yours within rm in terms of developing ideas so brilliant stuff so keep going and just really never give up on that the hope thing is so important you know just keep that hope out there keep that hope alive for those people who might be struggling and for anybody that listens to this always know there are people out there to talk to it really is an important part um roaming any last words from yourself? Anything you want to say?
1: Um, I'd just like to say thank you so much, A, for getting me started on this journey. Um, but B, I think we've been in touch through LinkedIn, but I've always felt that I'm able to come back to you with any questions, anything I might think, which is actually a really nice fallback, if that makes sense. But I've actually genuinely really enjoyed talking to you. So thank you very much. Um, and Hopefully it will. I will see lots more of your podcasts coming up
0: well this is where we invite lots of other people to get involved and uh, the good news is there are already lots of people that want to get involved in these podcasts so so but this is your one uh, Romi. this is your moment to talk to me and to have these conversations i love this this is just the best thing because i can you know give up an, an hour of my day to have a conversation about mental health with somebody that is invested in mental health and really keen and we all are by the way it's just a, a lot of people don't always reach out to have those conversations. So let's get involved in this conversation. Uh, as I always close out these podcasts, if anybody is struggling with anything at the moment, if you do need additional support or help, Samaritans is always there to, to offer a listening ear, a non-judgmental listening ear. And you can always contact Samaritans on 116 123, um, any time of the day, because right now people are struggling. We know there are lots of people that even in their workplaces, they may have the right support in place in any workplace setting. But they might not feel comfortable reaching out and talking to people. So always know there is a resource there that can support you through some of those conversations. Just have a chat. This is exactly what this is, just a chat. And really do make sure you take care of yourself, look after yourself, and look after others. So thank you so much, Romy, for your time today. I appreciate that. And I'm gonna stop the record in a second and we're gonna wave and we're gonna say goodbye, and then that'll be it. It'll all be done. So I'll say goodbye to you. Thank you so much, Romy. Lovely to see you.